0: Hi, I'm Christy and I'm Trevor and
1: I'm
2: Emily
0: and we're from the same mister
2: yay, yay! <laughs> it's another sibling episode
0: Woohoo! hi Emily
2: hi <laughs> how you doing
3: I'm good I'm a little nervous but i'm good i've been looking forward to this so i'm excited
2: well yeah you're the one that not only like i think you were one of the first people to pitch the podcast idea and (laughs) then also named it so (laughs) yeah fun
0: fact emily came up with the name of our podcast which is amazing
3: At the time, it was just a Facebook group.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but it it was like, I remember sitting at my office job and like, you've been added to from the same mister. And I just busted up laughing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it's a really creative name that me and Trevor cannot take credit for. No, and we don't.
2: I regularly give you credit for that.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Thank you very much.
2: (laughs) If you can't uh, tell
0: already, Emily is incredibly funny and witty. So, <laughs> thank
3: you. <laughs>
2: I try. Uh, so, uh, let, let's see. Uh, we're, I don't even know where to be. We haven't we haven't done a sibling episode so long. I don't even know where to be. I know
0: at. where to be. Well, we start from the beginning. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's
2: a
1: very good place to start
0: so emily tell us a little bit about yourself generally right now like in life tell us a little bit about you
2: in life
3: okay well i'm your sister
2: what and- what <laughs> who told you <laughs>
3: um let's see i am Ooh, i'm the eldest oh
0: yeah that's right you
3: are
2: Oh, well, yeah that's right yeah. you are the oldest that's right
3: um i am a mum. i have <laughs> Three boys, um, and an awesome husband who plays DD on the regular with y'all. And, um, I am currently living in Scotland. Um, I'm getting my PhD in divinity, so I'm a PhD candidate at the University of St. Andrews. I'm in my final year in lockdown with a baby trying to finish the season. It's fine. It's um, fine.
0: <laughs> you're a warrior. I, <laughs> like, that's that's so much. I, it is a lot. <laughs> but it'll be fine. But the baby's thank cute, you. so it's worth it. He is
3: really cute.
0: And yeah, he, he
3: made it worth it, man. He was, oh, <laughs> he's so cute and delicious. I love him. He really is.
0: <laughs> Maybe not delicious, but, you know, <laughs> definitely cute. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. You're doing lots of cool stuff. Um, So, give us a little bit of background about you and your childhood. Oh, that's yeah, like,
2: how, how was how was childhood for you? Yeah, what was uh,
0: child Emily rate, like? Huh,
2: on the IGN scale, how do you rate childhood? <laughs> was it
0: as dark and depressing as ours was? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like dark and depressing as ours was. we were literally in a gay pride parade with rainbow flags. And
0: I'm just like sad with our little flag, like mm, life sucks.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Emily, go ahead.
3: I was angsty. But I, (laughs) I, um, I was a weird kid, but I was generally happy. Uh, but, and before I say all this, because my story is a little different than some of our other siblings, um, everything turns out okay. So it's fine.
2: Okay. That's good. You Tarantino'd (laughs) it in a good way.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She's spoiling it for
0: everyone, but it has a good ending. It's not a
3: good ending. I just, I like to know personally before I get invested that it's going to have a
0: good ending. You know what? Um, That's fair.
2: Like yeah. if, if they remade Moulin Rouge but made it like a happy ending where they're like, don't worry, she doesn't die. Everything's fine. Wow. spoiler oh, alert. Yeah. What if someone hasn't seen it? You don't know who it is. Who's I like love years that Come you on.
0: just made a
3: Moulin Rouge reference. Oh,
0: I love, love it. What? So Milan um, Rouge is such a great
2: movie. I saw it
3: seven <laughs> times in
2: theaters. Well. Well, now awesome. we know her childhood is right there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, there you go. That's it. That's her childhood. Um, so I was raised in LA. Uh, I have an older sister. Uh, I can call her by her name Lolly because that's not her real name, and but that's just what I call her. So we'll just call her Lolly. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs>
3: She's also a donor kid, but from a different mister. Um, And we did not know that growing up. Uh, We did have... I am really close with my sister. Um, She was like the best, best big sister. And she was kind of like a second mom to me. Um, Especially because she's one of those people who's like really good at everything the first time they try it. And I'm one of those people who's just not very coordinated so she did like everything for me growing
1: up
0: <laughs> that's what big um, sisters do right? that's what I'm gonna yeah. ask you to do for me someday like, <laughs> I'm just
3: so excited for- that I'm your big sister like this oh. is like a dream
0: come true I've always been a oh. little sister <laughs> Now you get um, to be big sister and boss everyone.
2: I, I, I know yeah. this is spoilers for later, but I remember when we did the get together in 2019 and you realized that you were the oldest, you were just like, yes! I <laughs> have the power. Power.
3: Seriously though, I'm like, I don't have to be Luigi when I play with you guys. I can be Mario. <laughs>
0: it's the little things. But I'm glad to hear that you and your sister got along so well. How many years apart are you two?
3: We are uh almost eight years apart. So there's a oh. That's really
0: good then. Like usually when it's that much separated, like it's hard for siblings to relate. But considering yeah. you guys still are so close, that's that's really cool.
3: Yeah, she's um she's pretty cool. And she was never really super jealous. She told me one time she tried to like <laughs> she tried to like let me out of the bathtub like she thought maybe she'll go down the drain which she should have been old enough to realize I wouldn't but she's like I thought you would and I pulled the plug anyway (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna be so mad that I said that story but that's like the only mean thing she ever did
0: if that's the meanest thing she's ever did that's pretty great like (laughs) I've heard other stories yeah
2: yeah. I mean, she oh, could just man. claim it was for science. She just needed to know if it happened. She just or not. needed to know
0: if it would happen. Yeah. And she yeah. needed a test subject. It wasn't going to be her. Might as well yeah. be you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really sweet, though. Oh, that's
2: awesome. I, yeah. I didn't realize that there was a. Uh... The like the the your your two age separation was uh, was that much like she she's one of the like OG donor kids then she like, is um, that's that's yeah. interesting that's really interesting.
3: My mm-hmm. mom just told me because I was talking to her um, yesterday in preparation, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh she was telling me the process for my sister was just different.
2: I bet. Um,
0: How was it different? Did she explain?
3: Uh these aren't her words but I feel like and this is saying a lot that by the time they got to our donor things were like a little less shady in the process and the way it took mm-hmm. place oh, how they got donors and things.
0: the so- way you say that makes me imagine that like there's like doctors in back alleys with strange men being yeah, like, no, need- like they, they <laughs> got that trench
2: coat and he's just like you want to buy a vial <laughs>
0: oh my god
3: yeah <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, I, um, so yeah, my sister and I are really close. I'm also really close with my mom. Uh, mm-hmm. what makes my story different, unfortunately, and again, it has a happy ending, so it's okay. Um, I grew up in a pretty abusive home, mm-hmm. so we had a pretty abusive, well, I shouldn't, that's like sugarcoat. We had an abusive dad. He was abusive. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that is a thing that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that was the next portion I was going to get into, but I'm, I'm glad you started it. Like your relationship with your parents, both yeah. your mom and your dad. What was that experience like for you growing up? Especially considering, you know, you, you're very upfront about it. You say that you had an abusive relationship with your father. If you're comfortable with it, um, we'd love yeah. to talk about it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty open about it. Cause I think it's something that if you can be open about, I don't think everybody needs to be, but um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: if you can be open about it, it helps other people. If you talk about it a lot of the time. I agree. Um, Yeah. So I, um, my parents were together actually for a really long time. They were together for 25 years before oh, wow. they got divorced. Um, so my mom tried really hard to make things work, but he was just, yeah, just wasn't working out. Um, but what's crazy, and I think my parents tried to do a good thing here, is they really wanted us to still have um a like a family experience of being like a, a like one family, you know? Mm-hmm. So we still spent Christmas together, we still spent Thanksgiving together, and we would spend like one week at my mom's, one week at my dad's. Um but the issue was the time at my mom's house was great. And then the time at my dad's house was really not. And I don't think I had the um, vocabulary to convey that.
0: Mm. How if old that. are you when they got divorced?
3: I was six.
0: Six. Was okay. Six. Yeah. You were still pretty mm-hmm. young.
3: Yeah.
2: So yeah. Your sister was uh, was a teenager by then. Hmm.
3: Yeah. So she was about 14. Um And she had to do a lot of growing up really quickly because he went out a lot. And so he left her and I home alone a lot. So Mm -hmm. she really had to take care of me. She had a job at a local theater where she would end up getting me a job and then Nick a job
1: later. (laughs) I was a kid.
3: And she would take me to work with her and at this indie movie theater and I would be like tearing tickets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> um,
3: but yeah, so she, uh, she was you know, just starting to have her high school experience when my parents divorced, which I'm sure was hard. But so we experienced <laughs> it very differently. Um, I was a little kid, so I just kind of went with the flow.
0: So tell us what it would look like when you got to spend time at your mom's versus like a weekend where you got to spend time with your dads. What did it look like?
3: Yeah. So I, when I was with my mom, it's interesting because my mom was less structured, but, um, there was just like a lot more warmth and love and, um, forgiveness in her house My dad was trying really hard. I will give him that. He was trying really hard to do all the things that he had heard that good parents do. So he cooked a really good dinner every night. He did the laundry. He kept a clean house. You know, he like put bandages on our boo-boos, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But he would get violently angry um Mm. over small things and then just kind of hold grudges um so if we made him angry at like five the rest of the night was just him being angry and upset and either giving us the silent treatment or going into like an explosive rage and you didn't really necessarily know what it was that was going to set him off Mm. um So yeah, it was,
0: it It sounds like you had to walk on eggshells quite a bit. Yeah.
3: So it's not very surprising that I developed like um, OCD and things like that, because I needed like a way to control my environment and make myself Mm -hmm. safe. Um, And then also I was just super disorganized and losing things all the time and not doing homework. So that didn't really help with his, Rage issues, and on top of that, I argue all the time. so oh. <laughs> I am super stubborn, and that is not that is not conducive to keeping. That's kind yourself. of crazy because
0: I don't see you very argumentative.
3: With yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i but, a total um, pain in the ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I know you and I talked about this probably a long time ago, but for the podcast, I'll bring it up again. Yeah. Um. Do you think, like we had the conversation, if whether or not, like whether or not he knew you guys were sperm donor kids, yeah, and if that's maybe where the rage came from, can you can you indulge a little bit on that?
1: Um.
3: Yeah. So I've talked with my mom a little bit more since then, and it just seems like he knew that we were sperm donor kids like with Luke, um, if mm-hmm. you listen to Luke, Luke's episode,
1: um,
3: <laughs> they did that spinny thing. <laughs> the spinny
2: thing. The spinny <laughs> thing, know. the infamous spinny thing. They did the
0: yeah. swirl.
2: They did oh. the swirl,
3: which <laughs> <laughs> oh. is Anyways, but it's hey, fine. Yeah. Okay, we're here. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> they did the swirl. So the idea was um, that they wouldn't know. Um, If it was my dad or not, I knowing my father, I think he would have been unable to deal with the reality of him not being
1: Mm.
3: the donor or the donor, the the biological father. So I could totally see him even wanting custody of us to be like, I am man. These are my children. Like, um, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I do think he knew cause I was look. I was thinking back and I had found out that our family on my dad's side was part Jewish and that, you know, that wasn't something that we had spoken about before. And I was talking about like the original family name and I started doing research and stuff. And my dad was like, keep it down like don't talk about that stuff too much and at first I was oh. like well it's fine if we're Jewish and then I realized like that wasn't his issue there was something else that was an issue there mm. um but mm. he didn't like me talking about um you know even the fact sometimes that I was his daughter in a public place where we didn't know people and I'm like did he think my donor Whoa. was gonna like come out from a bookshelf and be like <laughs>
1: actually but
0: um I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't feel laugh like with that but that, part, but that visual is really funny to me. Oh, wow, that's really that's really nuts. Yeah. It sounds like he had like a lot of internal conflict that he just let out on you, which isn't appropriate at all. Mm.
1: No.
0: No. Um
3: but also with time and you know grace and things, I also realized that I probably had a much better childhood than he did. And so Hmm. without making excuses, um, I also realized that he did as much as was in his capacity, but Hmm. that's just, it wasn't good enough, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're very graceful yeah, in the way you talk I, about this. It's just something I, I, I really admire about you.
2: This, um, this is this is the this is the second time that we've had someone that we had a sibling though where we like the with the swirl thing or no, it's been more of that. <laughs> like like and, and and this isn't like I'm not. Try to talk trash about people's parents and stuff but it's like that's definitely like a sign of that time where it was that fragile male ego of like no there's got to be a chance that it's mine i don't care how low that is i get to believe Mm -hmm. that that kid is mine it's like that's nah, nah."
0: (laughs) yeah that's really interesting how they kind of had to cling on to that in order to feel like I don't know. Like you, like you said, like a sense of masculinity, like they didn't lose it, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which that doesn't make you a man, (laughs) you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And talking with my mom the other day, she was even saying like, you know, it was different. She's like, if this were something that were happening now, she said that probably wouldn't be a thing. They would probably just tell them, but Mm -hmm. thank God. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully we've learned that lesson, but yeah. uh,
0: But but yeah, did talk, I, I did talk about this with, um, I think, some of the other siblings in the past, but when it comes to, like, there was always a sense growing up that maybe there was something different. Did you ever experience that?
3: Yes. I think my sister and I both experienced it in different <laughs> ways. Um, it's funny because I feel like my sister and I look more alike now that we're adults, Um, and also, we have a lot of the same mannerisms and things. Uh, but growing up, her hair was a lot redder than it is now, and I and she just had different like facial features. And even though we acted the same a lot of the time, people used to tell us that we didn't look alike, like they would just tell us (laughs) out front. Which is such a horrible thing. It's such a weird thing to say. A little bit, yeah. Um, But people would tell us that all the time. And yeah, don't ever say that to anyone. But anyways. um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't. That's rude.
3: So we both felt like, I think think my sister felt strange because she was a ginger in a family full of people with dark hair. Mm -hmm. And I think I felt strange because... I just had this sense that I was different. And also I didn't really, um, I didn't really connect with my dad's side of the family and I really wanted to. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Um, And it felt like something was off. Now I'm not saying that, I think if they had told me, I wouldn't have felt like something was missing. Mm hmm. But I think somehow on like a cellular level, I knew that biologically, I did not belong to that family.
1: Mm.
3: Oh, wow. I really, really feel mm. that. And I think my sister feels that too. We were rather than be able to just get along with them and love them as family. It's like we were searching for how we were family, like for ways we related to them. And we couldn't, find
0: that Um, that's really interesting yeah like your interest in them was more so to find a part of yourself yeah but you couldn't find it so you kept looking
3: yeah
0: that's interesting
3: yeah
2: Yeah. um when i i I vaguely remember this from when the first time you and i talked uh which that that story we got to talk about later Uh, (laughs) um but uh i i think i remember you saying that like your mom said something in passing when she was upset about your dad, or something about, like, oh, well, he's not even your real dad, or something like that when you were younger.
3: Oh, so no. So that was Katie, I think. <laughs>
2: Katie, oh, oh okay.
1: I could...
3: But we look alike, so it's.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, no, the way that I found out was, and this is why I tell the story, I'm telling the story about the abuse, is because it's relevant to how I found out. So um, I now know that a lot of kids who were abused feel this way, but I remember watching, I swear this is relevant, an episode of Cold Case with my mom. I don't know if you remember that <laughs> okay. show. really awful show. But I remember in the show, there is a guy who's abused, and um, he then, at the end of the episode, says like oh and now like i want to abuse children and i'm all conflicted and which is basically this like false vampire theory um Mm -hmm. that is like this stigma that's put on kids who've been abused um particularly when it involves sexual abuse that like oh so you this happened to you and therefore now you are going to do this to other people Mm -hmm. and so i think i watched that episode and not having been diagnosed with ocd yet i immediately was like i am a child abuser i am like scum of oh the god. earth oh
0: my god i'm
3: going to be i'm gonna like be this violent person and at that point i had already cut my dad out of my life but i was like i am i really felt like to my core there was nothing i could do to change that wow um, despite that not being something I wanted or it was like intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. And when I I broke down and I told my mom and I was like, he was like this. And so I'm his daughter. So like genetically, I'm going to like be this violent, awful person. Mm -hmm. and Which of course isn't true, even if he were my biological father. Um, Mm -hmm. And my mom broke down and was like, well, he's not even your real dad. So don't even worry about it. And I was like, Oh Wait god. what? And I was like eighteen, um, and she was like, "Don't tell your sister."
2: <laughs> so oh my god! First thing
3: I did was tell my sister
2: because <laughs> that's what you do.
3: <laughs> um, and at first, we were like, "This is stupid and lame," because that means you're my half sister, and what kind of crap is that? I don't want you.
1: To be my <laughs> nice. half-
3: so we made this decision that we were just not going to call each other half sisters so we got over that and then we were like well maybe she's lying because she just wants to make us feel better Mm -hmm. Um, and you know I think my mom not anymore but I think initially she's a very private person um, and so I think she was just like a little shady about it like she just didn't want to talk about it very much and so when we asked her you know about the donor sheets and things she was like i burned them which oh wow i know which i was like i don't think you burn them you might have thrown them away
0: was i no was words. about to say like if you go out of your way to burn something that means you really don't want it. Know. Like,
2: like every right. time yeah. you've said that i i just picture this really super dramatic black and white scene where she's like throwing it in the trash bin and lo- throwing the match in
1: i mean
3: yeah i i don't see my mom doing that we used to have a wood stove at our old place and my mom came and visited and With the interactions with the wood stove, I do not believe my mom burned. (laughs) But I think she wanted to convey to us, matter of factly, that she has no idea any of the information because she got rid of it, which, you know.
2: Wow. So so as you told that story, I did realize that was mostly the one that I remembered hearing. It was just (laughs) because we were literally talking for the first time. You were more vague about uh, what was going on.
1: Instead
3: of word vomiting all over you. <laughs> I may have done that a little
2: bit, but not Look, we both did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so you were 18 then. Um, yeah. so and and you and and Lala were like, okay, we're not half-sisters or anything like that. So like when did when did you actually find out for sure that you were a donor kid?
3: Um, I
2: when I did twenty three in me, are we allowed to say twenty three? Oh yeah, we're not <laughs> no, sponsored. <we're> <laughs> no. If you want to sponsor us twenty three andme me, because I know you're listening. Yes, uh, you know, just uh, just just hit us up from all of twenty three andme me is listening. <laughs> yeah, all of twenty three andme me is listening.
3: <sighs> well, because my mom was like, "I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe you are, and maybe you aren't." And so I. I actually bought a kit for myself and my sister because there was a buy one, get one free special.
0: <laughs> oh, of course. They got those specials all the time. You're like, how can I not?
2: <laughs> Uncover yeah. family secrets. Come on, it's cheaper. <laughs> know, Resurface right?
0: family secrets <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Start fight. <laughs> Start. Start fight.
2: 23 Me. Start fights.
0: Wait, okay. I'm sorry to backtrack just a little bit, but yeah. before we get into the 23andMe stuff, I'm actually really curious. Once you, once your mother told you that, because I know you said you cut off your father from your life, but did you still talk to him even a little bit? And if so, how did that change your interactions with him? Like, how did that change your perception?
2: see this oh. she's better at this than me You're <laughs> especially,
0: no 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 it's not that i'm more especially like with the things you were um, talking about like you were suffering from ocd and intrusive thoughts and all these things about yourself and hearing that how did that make you feel afterwards and what was your relationship with him like after that because i because there was some time between 23 and me and when you found out yeah the there
3: mom. was about 10 years so yes oh, man
0: so yeah. If you want to talk um, about that, I'd love to hear.
3: yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine, so, um, and actually, that's, yeah, I think that's an important question, so thank you. um <laughs> so I cut my dad out because I just realized he was toxic and not a safe person, um, but that was not an easy decision, obviously, because mm. as kids were you know programmed to be attached to our parents, and that doesn't change in adulthood, unfortunately, so. <laughs> I I loved my dad. Um, So it sucked that he couldn't be a part of my life. But what cemented it was uh, Nick and I had a baby super young and I was not going to have Liam around my father. Um, Mm -hmm. So if before I was thinking maybe when I'm more settled or whatever, but the fact that we had a kid when I was 19, I was like, there is no way he is getting near my baby ever. That's fair. Um, yeah. So that cemented things, but I it didn't really help with the intrusive thoughts because, unfortunately, I thought it would. Mm-hmm. But OCD is awful, and it needs medication. So <laughs> um, yeah. until I was diagnosed, there was no real relief there, but. When my father passed away, um, we were lucky enough to find out when he was in his last days. And my sister and I were able to take care of him along with my mom before he died. So we had about three weeks with him and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of healing. And because he was, this is, gonna sound awful but because he was sick and just not doing very well he was not inclined toward rage and so for like three weeks I had a really awesome dad and I just kind of took that as it as you know a gift and um I did not bring it up because I was like why you know, why?
1: Yeah. That's really. yeah. Of you. I didn't
3: bring up any of that because really in his last moments, like, what is that gonna accomplish? It's just gonna make the end of his life suck. I'm gonna carry that with me forever. Like, so we might as well just have this um the special time. So I actually feel like I really made peace with my dad. But mm-hmm. I also want to stress for anybody who's listening, that does not mean that you have to forgive in the form of oh, making yeah, contact no. with your abuser. That 100%. just means my father was dying and therefore it was safe for me to have contact with him. If he was not mm-hmm. dying, I would not have been able to do that. So um, mm-hmm. those special circumstances made it so that we could um
2: Yeah, it, it, that. It, the, that story is the exception, not the rule.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah wow yeah. so when did he pass away like what year
3: it was 2013 beginning of 2013 oh,
0: and wow. when did you do 23 and me
3: i did it in 20 set well, what i'm trying to think when did coco come out <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think it was um... I can Google it real quick. Hold on. Yeah, no, I'm gonna to find out. When did
1: Coco come out? 2017. No, it's November okay.
0: 2017. That's
1: the I was expecting.
3: So 2017.
0: <laughs> Actually, I no, know. that makes sense because I that's unfortunately that's when my grandma passed away was in 2017 oh. and Coco came out and I cried like a baby. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah. So yeah. yeah.
3: That would make big feelings, yes. I found out about Katie. So I went on 23andMe and it said, you have sister Katie. And (laughs) I
2: was sister Katie.
3: Sister Katie. Katie Katie. And I was so excited. I had not even seen her picture yet. And I was like, I love this person. And then I (laughs) went and I saw Coco and I was a wreck.
0: I was a wreck. what a beautiful movie to see after finding out like you have more family like that's
1: kind (laughs) of great
0: (laughs) so you found her on there did you message her right away were you like i want to meet up what
3: i messaged her on multiple platforms
2: (laughs) (laughs) as our family does (laughs) so wait are
0: you telling me that you stalked her I did. <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? Who does that? Who does stops that? My people? God. Come on.
2: Imagine <laughs> imagine like everyone in a, a Discord server of some sort all checking in on another person's Facebook page. Yeah, that's that. Who would do that? Who would do such yeah. a
1: thing?
2: <laughs> a crazy
0: person. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, luckily um she happened to check her email that night. I don't know what I would have done if she didn't check it right away. Like, I may have, like, gone and found her. Like, I
2: was really... I may (laughs) have gone and found
0: her. Hey, found your home address. Thought I'd stop by. (laughs) (laughs) So, what did you say and how did she respond?
1: Um,
3: I think I... What did I say? I said I was a donor kid. And I said... I don't know what I even said. I, I think it was kind of long. Um, <laughs> because I don't know how to summarize.
2: I read um, the novel that I sent Luke and Katie. So yeah, we, yeah. We, that's a thing we do. <laughs>
3: I'm like, I'm your sister. Don't be scared. I love you. Don't be scared. <laughs> um, Katie's
1: like, and I, and
3: am, very <laughs> no, but I am
2: very
1: scared.
0: I am outside cried. your house. Don't
2: be scared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But she responded positively, right? She
3: did. And we um we started texting back and forth, and then we had a couple like two-hour long conversations. Um
2: and this this is really big for like our, our family story because that's the first time that we know of that two siblings talk to each other.
0: Yeah, it was you two.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I think she correct me if I'm wrong, but if in her podcast, I think you guys talked about like how like one of your guys's fathers must have slept with both of your moms oh, like and yeah, you like you
2: two still weren't like completely sure about it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I know. I told my mom
3: about that and she was not happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> um, but
3: yeah so we were discussing like we were looking at pictures of her dad and she um and katie has a really close relationship with her dad and so mm. i also realized that there was more in it for her in terms of sacrifice and like what yeah she might feel she'd be losing so like i didn't um i didn't want to say also that he wouldn't be <laughs>
1: you
3: know yeah, I get that. um but I yeah I was like maybe you know my mom was in this awful marriage and she tried so damn hard to make it work and if she you know had a night with some guy <laughs> who happened to also be Katie's dad I would not be judging like judging her about that <laughs> I would never judge her for that because, you know, she didn't have, she's from France. Um, all of her family's in Europe. She was here alone. You know, she had a, a daughter already. Her husband's cheating on her. Like, you know, I'm not.
0: You know, she could have let loose, but she didn't. Yeah, <laughs> she did She did it. And she really wanted me to make that clear. But I, I, I did not do that. But yeah, we were coming
3: up with all these contrived situations. Like, I was like, well, I know my mom had a part-time job at that point, and your dad was in Southern California around that time. Maybe
0: your dad was my mom's boss. And then, um, like, we had
3: come up with a whole scenario.
0: I love how this is, like, turning into, like, a drama. Like, you're, like, painting this this fan fiction of sorts of, like, what might have happened. but also i don't blame your mom for wanting to correct the whole situation because going through donor registry stuff or sorry like uh donor stuff that's expensive and i would be like don't you dare i spent so much money to have (laughs) (laughs) that would be my
1: thing
3: and it's uncomfortable and she was telling me some of the things with my sister she was saying how i hope it's not still like this but she was like yeah they were saying like the problem was obviously with me and not your dad so they had her undergo all these tests and do all these things and then finally they were like well we think she's okay can you please you know jack off into this cup which is much simpler and then they were like oh you're you have the problem so like, oh my apparently goodness. it's a really you know fertility issues are yeah. for women can you know it's be, rough it's a process and can be painful so yeah and
0: expensive
3: and expensive Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a lot to go through. wow yeah
0: Yeah, i can yeah that that explains it then (laughs) speaking of your sister before Mm -hmm. we continue um because you said she's a donor kid as well has she looked into any of her stuff is she interested in looking into any of her stuff
3: um she is but she is she has been tackling this from a different place mm-hmm. um i think she was really nervous about what she would find and so she only just sent in her kit they actually have oh. different kits now so uh she had to send back the kit i bought her and get another one that was oh updated gosh. for free
0: it's covid they had to like change it I don't whatever. know. I don't know. Because I'm like, because I've been thinking about that, like how COVID's mm-hmm. hand, like how 23 oh, yeah. me or Ancestor right. are handling that.
2: Yeah, but it, it, it's weird when you think about it. It's just like, yep, let me just spend, send my spit in. Yeah, send my COVID <laughs> package.
0: Imagine yeah. working at like 23andMe I mean, and you have to open up all these packages and you're just like, uh.
2: <laughs> no, that, that would have been like dusting off the hands. All right, I'm out. You guys yeah, have a Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're such that a was compassionate a person to think about the employees
1: at
0: 23. <laughs> 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 I think it's because right now I have to work with the public too, so oh, yeah. like I think about those things.
2: Yes,
0: um, and actually, I think Trevor mentioned it a while mm-hmm. back ago. But back to 23 and me. Yeah.
2: So, so what, yeah. what is what does she found? Uh, like, uh, like, so she, has she found out stuff? Uh, she has.
3: In. She's found some cousins, but apart from that, she hasn't found anything yet. Mm-hmm. She's not... Um, I really do think, knowing my mom and my sister, that this eagerness to stalk people... <laughs> 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 you know, that makes us sound really bad. But
1: this eagerness <laughs> um,
3: to find each other is also maybe something that we get from our biological father like this Mm -hmm. general um desire to to, like dive all in (laughs) i know that we're not you know all like that all the time yeah and for all the same things but just generally speaking uh i think my sister and my mom are just a little bit more private which is totally okay and also just a little bit more cautious um, yeah, that's
0: fair. Everyone goes through this process differently, and there's really no right or wrong way as long as you're respectful of like boundaries. But she mm-hmm.
3: she did call us the CIA though because right <laughs> out the name of her cousin, I was like, okay, I have found several candidates, <laughs> and I was like. She was like, are you guys, like, the CIA? Do you have, like, a special group? <laughs> Actually, but yes. Yeah. Exactly,
2: Yeah, you know, yes. at this point, uh, <laughs> every one of our uh, our sibling Discord calls just eventually devolves into us looking stuff up.
3: <laughs> we should start it, a detective it, agency.
2: <laughs> but only for people we're related to. Um... <laughs> we'll find anyone as long as we're related to them uh so is is she finding any kind of like um fulfillment in finding out this stuff
3: i don't know it's very new so right now she's a bit i know she's emotional over it but i think Mm -hmm. she's also you know got some peace of knowing um I mean, we know that she's not his, my dad's biological daughter. Um, and there is some peace in that. And if only just to be able to know, I mean, sometimes my sister and I, especially after our mom told us, you know, it kind of felt like we sprung out from the void, like, (laughs) um, you know, luckily on my mom's side, kind of grounding us is some knowledge of, uh, Our family on my mom's side, um, they're like French bourgeoisie and aristocrats. So like all the family trees, definitely like this person beget this person. And this is the amazing thing they did. And, um, and so we could find some, you know, grounding in that. But as for our paternal side, it's nice to know we come from somewhere.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so uh, it, I got anything else on this one. Christy, or, you want to move a little bit further in the timeline?
0: We can um, talk about how you got introduced to 23andMe and found them. You
2: know. <laughs> well, so, okay. So a- Emily is, is one of my, one of my favorite parts of 23andMe, because <laughs> it, what the, the, the weirdest thing was that. So when I found, when I got in the results in January, That's when I started talking to Luke same day. And I'd sent you and Katie, that giant novel that I've read on air. Um, And Katie uh, in June, like beginning of June, uh, just happened to log in and see it and message me back. And that's when we started talking. And then like six days later, I am at work and Emily messages me on 23andMe. And I'm like, what? It hasn't even been a week. <laughs> and we got it. Okay, cool. And it, it was really hilarious because I think we sent maybe two messages to each other. And you were like, what's your phone number? I'm calling you. <laughs> or like, do you have Facebook? I'm calling you. And, uh, and so, like, it, liter- it it went from, I got a message from a sibling I hadn't met yet to talking on the phone with her in like 15 minutes yeah. <laughs> and you were like driving home i had no idea you were in scotland <laughs> <laughs> um i think within 20 minutes i was talking to nick because you're like talk to my brother <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, it nick was like- there the
3: whole time like witnessing me like <laughs> discover you,
2: <laughs> text you,
3: call you. Yeah. But Nick yeah. Is my and, husband. Yes.
2: And <laughs> and yes, yeah, so like I, I had known from Katie that you two had, had spoken. Uh, but then I got to tell you that you had so many other siblings. Um, which you at the time was al- <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: I did. I was like, You should sit down because there's nine of us. At the time there were nine of us. Yeah,
0: at the time. <laughs>
2: um and and yeah i uh, i can't remember i think we did a video chat that day
3: we did i woke up That's at 2 right. 30 in the morning to get on like a skype call
2: yeah oh because we that was the same day that was the other weird coincidence that was the same day that uh katie for was for the first time getting a video chat with everyone and so you came in too and we're like well you two already know each other. <laughs> That I know. So and it was
3: all, it was like, so it was the three of us and then Katie and Thomas and Luke, I think. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it was so magical. I was
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> if you guys can't tell, Trevor and Emily are like the most wholesome people ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, what, one of my favorite things was while I was on the phone with you, you showed Nick a picture of me and he goes, and I remember hearing him go, that's you with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was one of my favorite things. Oh, now I'm
0: picturing yay. Emily with a beard. <laughs> I
3: mean, it would be fun.
0: Never mind, I'll just look at Trevor. Apparently, yeah. There
1: Voila.
2: True. Voila.
0: Strip.
2: Um. So, how has the knowledge that like you? That uh, you you know for a fact that you are donor conceived and having all of these siblings now, because you did you grew up, you grew up with Lolly. you you had a you had a yeah. sister. How has that been for you? Like, how has that been for your psyche and everything? How's your um... psyche? How's your psyche? <laughs> Thank you. can I check in with your psyche? <laughs> Do I need to make an appointment. What does the sync block test look like?
3: <laughs> I so I feel super blessed I um so I don't know if I told you guys this but about like maybe a month yeah it was a month before I um found the rest of y'all or you found me or whatever um I actually ended up cutting off contact with the rest of my father's family and it was really painful um. Well, actually, I didn't cut. They cut me off, so that made it a little bit extra painful. Oh
1: <laughs> wow! And,
3: um, it had to do with politics because life. um Yikes. And, and and you know, right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I, I had if you can't tell from me getting my PhD in divinity, I always kind of (laughs) attribute things to having, you know, either a higher purpose or hopefully, you know, um, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: that we can make things have a greater meaning. And I really felt like they needed to leave my life in order for the door to open for you guys to come in. And (laughs) so I... Yeah, I just feel like you guys are the biggest blessing. And it's I remember when I went to India for my work, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but having like all these siblings made me feel safer as a woman <laughs> traveling alone. Like I was like oh. I felt like one of eight people anytime I want (laughs) my husband and children. Like if I feel lonely or upset or whatever, I, I, it just, and then, you know, 2020 happened, and Mm. you guys have been nothing but a source of joy for me. Um, so yeah, it kind of, it kind of feels, you know what it feels like? And Mm. hopefully this doesn't sound really weird. Um, is like you know when you fall in love for the first time
0: it Aww. kind of feels like that it kind of you know? feels like, like giddy i'm giddy Aww.
1: it's exciting You're like,
0: giddy. so that so i think we we discovered you on 23andme in like late 2018 and i had already happened to be planning a trip to scotland
2: Oh yeah! Around that oh my time. gosh! Yeah, we have to talk.
0: Yes. So, like, we, me and my boyfriend and uh, two of our friends, we were already planning a trip to the UK and then to Scotland and Ireland, and we discover Emily and we discover that she freaking lives in Scotland. And I was like, "Well, I have to see you." Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely have to. And we did. We met in Edinburgh. And what was so unfortunate is that I was sick like a dog. Like This was like in 2019, like summer of 2019. I was so sick. But, oh my gosh, you were the best experience. Like seeing you – like there's a video. Maybe we'll post it on Twitter or whatever. Yes, we should. But my boyfriend took it. You were like, oh, I'm here. And I was in my Airbnb. And I like run down the stairs because it was in like an apartment. And I'm just running out to the door. And I open the door. And we just immediately hug. And it was just – It was sweet. Like the best.
2: Really, really sweet.
0: It was awesome. And what was really funny, so we hug, we're like crying, and we're like so happy. And then we go back up to my Airbnb. But this was a shared Airbnb. So it was like an apartment that I was sharing with like two other people that I didn't know. And there was a kitchen. So me and Emily are in the kitchen, like just Gushing over each other like oh my gosh I'm so excited this is amazing and then these two like this woman comes in and she's just like kind of like looking at us not understanding what's going on and we tell her our story and she's like this is amazing (laughs) like this woman's like I just came in here to make some tea and I'm like I'm like experiencing an amazing moment
3: (laughs) yeah that was that was great I also loved how jason can i say jason's name yeah yeah you yeah. Can. <laughs> okay, that, that's my <laughs> boyfriend I how, yeah i loved how your life partner and my life partner immediately were like we are in sync and friends as well <laughs> and like immediately started talking about all our idiosyncrasies in front of us like we weren't there
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny they got along really well <laughs> just commenting on us and how weird we are and very yeah. similar but and then we went was, and had dinner, and I couldn't nothing. eat because I was too sick, but I was so happy to be there <laughs> and hang out. It was probably, it was definitely the best part of my trip. Was oh, just you.
3: It was so, seriously, like, it was the highlight of my year. Like, that was so wonderful. I was so excited. I saved the text, too, when he sent me that GIF of, like, Kermit, when he's like, Wait, but oh, you think like, it's wrong because you're so excited that
0: <laughs> <So> I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I had like flailing arms, Kermit. It was great. All I-
2: right. Uh the, the the part part for me was that as soon as that happened, where you ran down the stairs and hugged Emily, Jason took the video and then immediately texted it to me,
1: mm-hmm. oh. which I got while I
2: was at my office job. And I went in the break room and watched it and just started crying. <laughs> and then somebody walked in and saw me looking at my phone crying. I'm just like, leave me alone. This is tears of joy. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. They haven't broken me yet. Good <laughs> job. Yeah, they did eventually, but anyhow. Uh, no, But then I, you got I, to
0: meet her in in December. So oh
2: yeah, oh,
3: that was so
0: that was so nice.
2: Oh yeah, you, you um you were the first one that got into town, and we met up at uh at um what your husband's family's home, and that that was that was that was. It, <laughs> That was an experience because I had already been playing D with Nick for several months by then. So like Nick gets out of the car and it's essentially just, Hey, what's up?
0: <laughs> hey, what's up? I see like, you all the time. <laughs> I
2: was like, how's it going to, and, uh, and then I just ran over and hugged you. Well, you ran across the street. I, <laughs> did. You I was like, I Holy was like
1: both ways. You're-
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and then like, I, I i got to meet your kids and i was like hey suddenly nephews <laughs> i know
0: suddenly realizing that we were like aunts and uncles is like so
2: weird They
3: <laughs> love you guys they love we you love so much. they're so
0: cute when, mm-hmm. when we all got to meet up your at the time your youngest yes. Max, yeah. was like climbing all over me and you were like <laughs> stop it and i'm like it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I've never been an aunt before, so I'm experiencing this. Yeah,
3: they they love you guys. So that was really sweet too. And the fact that um, Nick's cousin was like, you both have the same nose. I see it
2: now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That was like the first thing. Me? As soon as you and I walked in that house, someone was just like, they're like, what's going on? And you're like, he's my brother. And she, they're like, oh, yeah, I see it in the nose.
0: <laughs> Our nose is iconic.
2: Iconic, yes. Iconic. Iconic <laughs> nose. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that... that that meetup was an absolute blast and it really happened because uh, you were in San Diego. Like that, that's kind of, that was one of those other crazy connections yeah. for me is the fact that your husband has family where I live and has, and you guys have regularly come here for Christmases and stuff. And we didn't even know we were in the same city.
3: I know. And that may, I have to tell you, this is, I love, being in Scotland, but I am kind of, and I know that you guys came into my life at the perfect moment, mm. and I was right next to you. And then I yeah. moved, and then I found out about you when I was super <laughs> far away, like, what? Anyway, sorry, I don't know if you could hear it, but that's me, my fists, like, slamming yeah.
1: down. <laughs>
0: This is Emily like, Mad Smash. Yeah. <laughs>
3: like, they were so close, and now they're so
1: far. Uh,
0: I mean, Scotland's really cool, but you should totally move back to the.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or we could all find a way to move to Scotland because I'm also down for
2: that. I mean, I, I'm sure my wife would be 100 down with moving to Scotland. Oh, she would. Already picked out a place. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but no, like uh, the 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 fact that like you we're traveling here to San Diego to see family. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Like I'm here. We're totally going to meet up. And then Christie was like, I'm not missing out on that. I'm coming. And then Thomas was like, y'all doing what? I'll see you there. Yep. <laughs> and, and then we reached out to, to Elise and she, she, we, I like, I did it. Cause I was like, I don't know if you're comfortable with this yet or anything like that, but you know, we're all gonna meet up down here if you wanna come. And she was like, I'm there. And it was it was one of those moments where I'm like, I can't believe this is all happening. <laughs> so many of us
0: so in one together. room.
3: My mom helped organize it and it was really lovely.
0: Yeah, your moms were lovely.
3: <laughs> and I met your mom too, Christy. Our mom still needs. My mom is your mom, but French.
0: i am so sorry
2: (laughs) so bambi needs to be in the mix as well
1: (laughs) oh my
0: god yeah the three of them would make like a powerful four
3: (laughs) yes we need to have like a reunion i think i've come to the conclusion that
0: women that go through this process to have children they're just unstoppable and they cannot be (laughs) they could not be reckoned with (laughs) like (laughs)
2: um so so yeah that um that that i don't know where to go from here my uh, i've just i've just been just like hanging out with my my siblings and laughing and stuff i don't know what to go from here (laughs) yeah that's kind
0: of what this podcast ends up being it's just like i just want to talk and like like i don't know just gush over all of you is there since oh sorry go ahead
3: I was just thinking, too, it's funny that you weren't feeling well when we met Christy because I was just thinking when I met Trevor face-to-face, face, I had just found out I was pregnant. And oh. I was, like really pukey. <laughs> Do you remember that, Trevor? Like, yeah, yeah. And then I would, like, puke get really hungry. So he introduced us to his friends, and I came back from the bathroom, no, and I was, God. like, we oh need to order God. pizza to this bar now.
2: Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs>
3: That's hilarious. And then oh my God. God. I got there and I was like, I this looks disgusting. I can't it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's legit what happened to me when we went out to eat. I'm like, I know I should eat. But eating this will literally kill me. So, no, I can't this. Um So, maybe it's like tradition that when you meet a new sibling, you just get sick. One of you will get sick.
3: Oh, I'm just excited to hang out with you guys and be able to drink alcohol and not puke. Yeah,
0: that, That'll be fun. That'll, that'll be a good so time Drunk Emily sounds like a blast. I, oh, my <laughs> God. I, I know. Oh, it man. doesn't take a lot.
3: So I just oh, have yeah. to be here, of course. <laughs> and, like,
2: posted, and
0: then yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> so on that note, since we're kind of kind of wrap up, uh, yeah. is there so at the end I always ask a sibling if there's anything you could tell someone who's gone through this experience, maybe just found out that they were donor conceived and don't know how to process, and are just listening to a podcast to get through the day. What would you want to let? What would you like to enlighten them on, or tell them to reassure
2: their process?
3: Um, I hmm.
2: We threw it. a curveball at you. Curveball. Be asking that. No, it shouldn't be a
3: curveball too, because I listen to the show all the time.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> we've um, had a we've had a few months off. It's okay. That's true.
3: I would say that even like just coming from my own experience even if things were tough for you growing up or even if you have you know or even if you had like a perfectly happy childhood and this is just kind of something you're dealing with right now and it feels like you know somebody like totally ruptured your existence with this information um i would say that it's helpful to know that you were wanted Um, because that for me, especially as a kid who did experience abuse, I was like, at the very least, I know my mom really wanted me to be born. And I know that my sister really loves me. And that at the end of the day is all that really matters. I guess that would be my uh my thing but i also think i don't know maybe i shouldn't say this at the end (laughs) (laughs) do it (laughs) i so the other thing though is because of my history i also have you know a different view of what of the ethics of donating Mm -hmm. i guess (laughs) um i i am really glad that our donate our donor you know donated and that I am alive yeah I also think though that you know on our donor sheet it says like you know I and this is a very thoughtful answer that our donor gave like I you know recognize that other people want children and that you know I'm going to do something you know for them so that they can Mm -hmm. have like a you know a good family together and I think that we sometimes make the mistake in our society of thinking that just because somebody has the money to do something or to be parents or to have something that they want, that they will know what to do with that gift once they get it. Hmm. So I I don't know. I think <laughs> at the end of all this, I have become very much more pro knowing who your donor is your donor knowing you
0: Hmm. Um, that's really that's actually really insightful truly just because you have the money to do something doesn't necessarily mean that you are capable of doing the thing you know
3: yeah i because i do i do think that i do think my father wanted children Mm -hmm. but i don't think that he thought about what children are actually like
2: yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so I think he thought of it as like a checklist, you know, like I have mm-hmm. housewife children, you mm-hmm. know. But in reality, children are insane. And they, <laughs>
1: you yeah. have three of
0: them, you know.
3: Three boys, and they're insane. And I love <laughs> them to death, but they're crazy. And so, <laughs> you know, you, you got to be ready for your life to be absolute chaos and if you're someone mm-hmm. who's not okay with chaos then you know but the person who's accepting your donation may think that they will be you know yeah. may not be doing it for the right reasons yeah um so having yeah, that's
0: actually really insightful who have,
3: and having friends who have um you know had kids by donors and known the donors I just feel like that way, everybody's better informed, but Mm -hmm. also, you know, do what you're going (laughs) to (laughs) do.
0: Like we stated in the beginning, like when we were conceived or whatever, even like your sister, like this was during a time where I don't know how else to describe, almost like the wild West, where it was like, we're going to try this new thing and see what happens. And, you know, you can be private. No one's ever going to find out who you are, but then there are a lot of donor kids who do end up finding out. And then like... It, it rocks their world, but you know, I think the best, the best way to go about it is to just make sure that, um, the, the children know where they come from because yeah. ultimately that's their right to know.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, well, Emily, thank you so much for coming on and telling us your story and sharing your story with the the listeners. We really do appreciate it. And we love talking with you.
3: <laughs> I love talking with you too.
2: And Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We okay.
0: love you, Emily. Thank you so much. We do. Much. We love you
2: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh if uh if you enjoyed this episode uh the best way to support it is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice uh it really does help out so that you know more people can find this podcast and listen to it and you know maybe get something out of it we hope we hope that's what's happening um and if you want to keep up to date on the show when we are actually posting things during a season uh you can follow us on twitter at from or at the same mister no is it at it's been a while. I can't quite remember. Just look up from the same mister. We'll <laughs> be there. Uh, and if you have any questions uh, or you know suggestions for episodes that you might want to hear us do in the future, uh, you can send those into from the same mister at gmail dot com. Um, but uh, uh, oh man, I, I forgot how we outro this. It's been so long.
0: <laughs> it's been a minute for me too
2: what do we say until
0: then the we're least? from the same yeah. mister
2: oh yeah. that's what it is okay <laughs> until next week we're from the same mister then we won't be anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay what well, No. no until i don't i don't know I'm sorry
3: bye <laughs> guys bye y'all Please.